Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It is Thursday, May 30th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, details on the Blues' historic win in the Stanley Cup Final. Also, more on St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. She's more than halfway through her term and dogged by an investigation into her handling of the prosecution of former Governor Eric Greitens. It was misconduct from the beginning of this case to the end. St. Louis Public Radio's Beth Hunsdorfer reports on the Circuit Attorney's Office and the probe into the former governor. First, the news. The St. Louis Blues have evened the Stanley Cup final against the Boston Bruins at one game, and they did it in dramatic fashion. That's how Carl Gunnarsson's overtime winner sounded last night on NBCSN. It's the Blues' first ever win in a Stanley Cup final. The series now moves to St. Louis. Game three is Saturday. Game four is Monday at Enterprise Center. In other news, a judge could decide today whether Planned Parenthood St. Louis Clinic will be able to continue abortion services if its state license is not renewed. The clinic's license is set to expire tomorrow. The state wants to require all the physicians at the clinic to be interviewed by the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. The organization says that can't happen because most are not employees. Governor Mike Parson. We believe that we are entitled to be able to talk to those doctors just like any other agencies when there is violations or deficiencies noted. If the license is not renewed, Missouri would be the only state without a medical clinic offering legal abortions. Many communities are feeling the financial strain of flooding, and it could get worse. The National Weather Service says in the coming days, rivers in Missouri and Illinois will crest at the second highest level on record, right behind the flood of 93. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Kay Petron. Visits have decreased to a Mark Twain Museum in Hannibal. Memorial Day weekend campers canceled reservations at Pear Marquette Park. And Grafton Mayor Rick Eberlin says that businesses in his town have suffered. We just hope that when this is all over with and we get this town cleaned up, that people will come back and uh, support us like they have in the past. Volunteers are laying sandbags and evacuating people from downtown Grafton, where floods are expected to crest next week. Eberlin says he hopes the waters will recede in time for the 4th of July, which attracts more than 10,000 people to Grafton for fireworks each year. The National Weather Service projects that floods could continue well into July, though. They began in early spring. The service says crests this week could reach some of their highest levels in history. I'm Kay Petron, St. Louis Public Radio. The appointment of a special prosecutor, seizure of an email server, growing legal bills, and mounting criticism. Those are some of the battles facing St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner following her prosecution of a former governor. St. Louis Public Radio's Beth Hunsdorfer has more on the aftermath of how the circuit attorney handled the Eric Greitens case. Kim Gardner said she would do it all over again. I treated the former governor like I would treat any other case where we had a victim who was very credible and I believed this happened. When she took office in January 2017, she became the first African-American woman to become a St. Louis Circuit Attorney. A little more than a year into her term, a grand jury indicted the sitting governor, Eric Greitens. Greitens was a Navy SEAL and a Rhodes Scholar. 
the newly elected governor was a rising star in the Republican Party. Gardner, a Democrat, decided to handle the prosecution. This is how she explained it at the time. As a prosecutor, my decision must be based upon facts, available evidence, regardless of the position of the accuser or the power of the accused. There were two felonies filed against the governor. The first was an invasion of privacy charge. It was salacious. It involved the allegation of a nude photo and an extramarital affair. The other involved campaign contributions. Greitens allegedly misused a list of a nonprofit group to raise money for his 2016 gubernatorial campaign. On the eve of the high-profile invasion of privacy trial, Gardner faced the prospect of becoming a witness in the case. There were questions about whether her private investigator, William Tisipi, committed perjury, and the judge decided to allow the Greitens defense attorneys to ask Gardner about Tisipi's testimony. Scott Rosenblum was one of those attorneys. He pointed an accusing finger at Gardner. Our belief that she was going to take the Fifth Amendment because she was in a position to know what her investigator did. She did not stop the perjury. She tacitly agreed to it, and it was even worse. worse. Then she suborned it. She decided to dismiss the invasion of privacy case. She said she couldn't be a witness and have her office handle the prosecution. Rosenblum questioned Gardner's tactics. It was misconduct from the beginning of this case to the end. I can tell you in 35 years, I do not take that allegation lightly. I haven't ever made an allegation like that against a prosecuting attorney, much less the sitting circuit attorney. Gardner later agreed to dismiss the campaign donations case as well. In exchange for that dismissal, Greitens agreed to resign and not seek sanctions against Gardner. Greitens called the case against him a political witch hunt an allegation Gardner denied. I can clarify for the public that there was no coordinated effort by anyone to target him based upon his politics, rather it was his actions. For Gardner, the case didn't end with Greitens' resignation. A judge appointed a special prosecutor to look into the perjury allegations. Gardner battled over the appointment of that special prosecutor. She also resisted attempts to seize her email server as part of the investigation. The judge imposed a gag order that prevents Gardner, Tisipi, or the special prosecutor from commenting on the investigation. Gardner's supporters call the investigation political. They say much of the criticism is sexist and racist. Lucy Lang heads the Institute for Innovation and Prosecution at John Jay College. Lang says Gardner's gender and race may play a part in the criticism. Huge amount of this backlash seems to be falling uh, on women of color who've been elected into local district attorney's offices. Gardner recently asked the city for another $225,000 to pay legal expenses. And the grand jury hearing evidence about Tisipi's alleged perjury just got another 60-day extension. While the grand jury continues their investigation into the Greitens case, she says she will focus on reform. She wants to reduce domestic violence deaths, right wrongful convictions, and continue her diversion programs. You know, I'm a fighter. I mean, I don't like to feel like I'm a, woe is Kim Gardner. I signed up for it. I'm going to fight. And this is just, you know, the strength of, of pushing and doing the right thing. Gardner is up for re-election in 2020. I'm Beth Hunstorfer, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Shula Newman edited that report. She is the executive editor here at St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway.
Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.